hello there, legends. The uh, winter break is over, uh, such as it was, and we are soon to jump straight back into what we love, Fantasy Premier League. Uh, welcome to FPL Faceoff. Uh, I'm Fitz, and I'm joined, uh, as ever, by Mr. Jim Timms. Jim, how the devil are you? Hi, Fitz. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, mate. It's been a little while, hasn't it? It has. It has been a little while, yeah. And um, while I'm delighted to be back... Uh, a small confession, I have given FPL very, very little thought. Uh, I was over in America, uh, in Nashville, uh, for the last week. And so jet lag and uh, just being there has kind of it coincided nicely with kind of the, the elongated game week and didn't have to think too much. But we are back uh, as we record this. It's the day before the uh, game week 22 deadline. So we will be up and running by the time this is in your in your ears. But um, yeah, why don't, why don't you let us know how the kind of long game week was for you, my friend? Yeah, it it was okay. It's one, it's a bit of a weird phase, isn't it? After uh, when you get a bit of a winter break and you're not really sure. Um, ugh, the game week's so long that you're like, oh, who's played and what's going? Oh my god, this game week can't still be going on, can it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I I did okay. I I got sixty four points in the end, so average Very was forty seven. Very good, mate. Um, yeah. I was luckily lucky enough to have Gabriel. Uh, Oof. I captained. Uh, Saka, which was a mistake. He scored three, so only a six yeah. return. My front line did nothing. That was Alvarez, Solanke and Watkins. Um, my back line saved me, really, and Cole Palmer, uh, who I should have captained, uh, really. But mm. uh, Pedro Porro got six. Gabriel, as I said, got 17, which was a huge haul <laughs> for him. Yeah. Uh, and Stupinan, who I brought back in uh, when Trent got injured, got yeah. eight. So you know, 64 happy days, really. It was a very, very small green arrow. Um, when I looked at um, FPL Live, it said I got a green arrow by a margin of one point. So, wow, lovely. Um, still, it's a green arrow all the same, so I'm pretty happy with that all in all. Um, Absolutely. How about yourself, mate? Um, yeah, not quite so good, but a green arrow nonetheless. Um, similar similar stars, Pedro Porro. I obviously went for Saliba instead of Gabriel, uh, just because I got burned with Gabriel earlier in the season. Um, sure. Yeah. Again, that so that game was uh, uh, I want to say was it maybe a twelve thirty kickoff here? So it was like a six thirty kickoff in the morning over there. Um, and suffice to say, I didn't go to bed until about four. So um, I woke up to the news that Saka had blanked and then all these people going, oh, Gabriel. And then I looked and I was like, oh, how can it be five nil with Saka doing nothing? Um, so yeah, that yeah. was a, that was a little bit of a wounder because I captained him as well. Um, however, the star of my team was the much maligned and I've been more critical of him than anyone else. I think Darwin Nunes uh, got me 11 points, which, yeah. Yeah, I was really not expecting. Um and you know, it has it has made it very difficult for me to consider getting getting rid of him at this moment, to be fair. Uh, oh, who'd have thought? But then I suppose Salah is uh, on international duty and now injured. We'll get into that mm-hmm. a bit later, I'm sure. We will um, you know Darwin's stats have always been good, right? But he just hasn't had the final ball. Yeah. I say final ball, the finish, really. The finish, um, yeah. But if you if you look at his numbers He's he if he was finishing, he would everyone would have him a hundred percent. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it hasn't the final product hasn't quite been there, but it looks like he's a bit on the up, perhaps. Do we want to say that carefully? 
Um, Potentially, yeah. I mean, for a while, so Chelsea, Arsenal, Burnley, Brentford, and then a blank. So, you know, it's for for me. I've I've got one free transfer, and I've got Salah. So, you know, Salah is he's likely to be out for some time. So, the obvious play for me might as well jump straight into kind of thoughts, I guess. the obvious play for me is Salah to De Bruyne, which I don't dislike at all, mm-hmm. but it blocks me from Haaland because it means I can't afford to then get Haaland if I want to. Now, Haaland is back in training by all accounts. Um, he's yep. not, he wasn't in the squad, I don't believe, for the FA Cup game. No. But Pep has said he's going to be back for their next game, which I think is Burnley. He will get some minutes. Now, as we know, it is very possible that Haaland could come on and absolutely smash it from the bench and get a hat-trick. It's also possible he doesn't play. So it's a tricky situation. If if I do um, look at that, then, like I say, there's going to have to be some hits and things involved. What are your, what are your thoughts? So you've got one transfer. Correct, Amundo. Yeah, so I suppose with that, I would still, if where are you, be looking at who do I want out of De Bruyne and Haaland? Because yeah. if I really, really wanted Haaland, I would bring him in this week. I yeah. know he's unlikely to play many minutes. I certainly wouldn't captain him if I was going to do that. But if I was if I was thinking I would prefer to have Haaland over De Bruyne, I would get Haaland in. However, uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, I'm going to veer away slightly because we I want to talk about all of this. But um, what are your thought? What are your wildcard thoughts? As in, when I when will I wildcard? Yeah, do you have a plan, or or are you are you happy to are you ready to go, or are you are you holding? I I don't really have much of a plan, if I'm honest. It's not something I'm going to be doing um, this week, for example, because I want to kind of plan for it. Obviously, we've got different kind of fixtures coming up. Um, I think I'm right in saying, if I look at Ben Krellin, which, by the way, I'm sure that, excuse me, most of you are familiar with Ben Krellin. Um, but if you're not, he is the absolute guru in terms of um you know upcoming fixtures and blanks and whatnot and so uh the the oracle has spoken and it looks as though so there's a confirmed um double for brentford in 25 with liverpool man city it's a tough double but you know it it is a double city have of course got chelsea brentford and then uh it's possible that luton and liverpool will also have um a double game week. That's not confirmed as far as I understand it. Um, although it might now be actually at the end of the, uh, but 26, there's a blank for yeah. uh, potentially Luton, Liverpool, uh, Tottenham, Chelsea. So that in itself causes obviously a bit of a problem. The big, big, big um, blank is game week 29. And I can't remember exactly the reason for that. It's possible. I guess that's possible. Um, around the EFL Cup, although it seems like a lot. It looks like only Tottenham, Chelsea, um, Burnley, Fulham and Brentford uh, are likely to be playing in that one uh, and Arsenal. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. 
So I would suggest that that's probably a good week for a free hit. Um, yes. Um, for, for the for the benefit of the uh, tape, those listening, that was uh, that was not a look of agreement from yourself. To, to caveat well, that, I, I I would I would say generally, if you can free hit on a game week where there's more fixtures, then of course that's better. Um, I just think it might be problematic with I don't have I don't have any Burnley, I don't have any Fulham. Uh, I've got one Brentford. Tottenham and Chelsea, I might be able to get a few, but there's no way I'll be able to get that many out. Yeah, understood. I, mm. The reason I sort of winced when you said that, the free hit. It was which, a wince. It, it, <laughs> well, it is, that's good advice and that is a good time to free hit, but um, mm. the reason I prefer to free hit on uh, double game week if possible. The Agreed. reason being that on, and, and like you say, it is, it's better to do so. Um, and I prefer to try to gear my team towards a blank game week, but okay. and then I'm happy to play sort of seven or eight players. I yeah. wouldn't want to play less than that if I could help it. Uh-huh. Um, and if you've got, if you're looking at Arsenal, uh, Tottenham, <sighs> playing Brentford, possibly if Ivan Tony's still there, you know, but there's a couple of assets that you might entertain uh, being in there. Um, it is possible. It, and Chelsea say it would be possible to get sort of, you know, potentially seven or eight players out of that. Now yeah. I say this kind of not having, I don't have a solid plan of, uh, of any kind. So it might mm. may well be that I do have my free hit on that week. Um, but yeah, I much, much, much prefer to do a free hit on a, yeah. on a double game week if possible. But yeah, no, I totally get you. That's looking like the week. Uh, isn't it for for the blank so it is you know. and i mean i'm 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 the same absolutely i think that it's really um it, it makes sense to use the free hit to get more kind of potential whereas you know if you're free hitting and your options are brentford um burnley fulham arsenal uh tottenham chelsea i mean there are you know it's not the end of the world looking at my team now obviously i've got tottenham i've got uh, a brentford keeper i've got two arsenal so you could tactically kind of build your team up towards that and then um the other kind of i think there's other uh, potential kind of game weeks coming up of course which mean that yeah you know it would be i've I've seen a few kind of theories banding about in terms of when best to use it generally my thinking is surely it's better to hold on to the wild card as long as you can but then equally part of the benefit of the wild card is to transform your team and if you some people are talking about wild carding in like 33 35 for me that feels quite late because you're not really getting the most out of your team you know what i mean or your wild uh, card. Indeed, definitely. And I worry with the second wild card that um, holding on to it for too long means it then ends up disrupting using your other chips as well. Um, yeah, of course. The sorry, just quickly going back to the blank week and using your free hit. The other reason I uh, try not to do it is that everyone who's using the free hit will get the same players. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You know, you'll all get potentially the same points and yes you'll get less if you were to do it sort of my my the former way i was uh talking yeah. about but you know the margin could be quite small so that you only lose out by i don't know 10 or 20 points as opposed yeah. to you know all getting the same um 
the same points, you know, because you all use free hit. So mm-hmm. there's no right or wrong there. Just, just sort of saying about that anyway. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, um, so to, to take it back, if we may, to, um, kind of immediate plans. So, um, you obviously mentioned, or, you know, we discussed Harland. I agree. I think Harland, you know, if you want him in, you, you might as well get him in and just kind of be early to the, the party, as it were. Um, in order for me to do that, I'm just looking now. So my striking options, he's going to be replaced with either Solanke, who's got um, reasonable form, but West Ham, Forest, uh, Fulham, then Newcastle City, and then a really good run. So Solanke's not looking bad. Nunes, yeah. who, as we've discussed seems to be hitting a bit of a purple patch mm. and would be difficult to get rid of albeit he does yeah. blank in 26 um or your other options uh, option Watkins is ollie watkins now ollie watkins is the most valuable and therefore could potentially be the most sensible to get rid of but he's got newcastle sheffield united you know uh, man united fulham forest luton he's got some really nice fixtures coming up so it's a really difficult decision and I actually don't know whether I can do it. Um, I'm just going to have a little look here. Uh, so he would need to go for, so I can get Harland in for Solanke, who's the cheapest. And that still leaves me 10.4 in the bank. So actually it's not the end of the world. Um, well, yeah. But yeah. And also I suppose you want to decide how, in you want to go on man city well, do you want to have three man city assets are they you know are they going to be a lock um yeah. does the return of harland have any effect on uh and 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 the return of kdb have uh an effect on foden's minutes at all i know he's yeah he seems to be nailed at the moment that you know yeah. dare i say it but you know there could be some rotation there as well um, I would, I would, I would so. go so far as suggest that uh, with with Monsieur Pep, there probably will be some rotation because uh, that is that is his want. Um, but yeah, so ju- just looking ahead to the fixtures, the first round um, is Tuesday thirtieth. So you've got Forest, Arsenal, Fulham, Everton, Luton, Brighton, Palace, Sheffield United, Villa, Newcastle. So uh you know i don't particularly love the idea of captaining anyone on the first day um i won't be putting it on saka again much as he much as i love him um and then city burnley is on the wednesday so that is one that you know it's another day for him to recover i'm sure he'll be chomping at the bit i didn't realize i could go salah to salah and salanki to harland and de bruyne which does feel quite nice pretty pretty appealing that i'd say Mm. um and also man city wise if you're having uh, a three uh you know three players they're the three i would want and it would be it would be be horrifying and not be on the realms of possibility but it'd be horrifying for them all three to to blank you know to to miss out um but you know that's that's the game, isn't it? You take your risks, it's, you roll your it dice. It is possible. Um, I I think there's been a case during this season where I trebled up on Newcastle for a time. Right. I don't massively like trebling up on anyone, 
if Ooh, I can just, help it. My apologies. I've just realised, oh. break, breaking news. Um, I didn't realise Haaland was, uh, De Bruyne was 10.6. I can't do Haaland. I can't do Solanke to them. So it would have to be uh, either downgrade De Bruyne to someone else or um, sacrifice Watkins or Darwin Nunes. Can I throw in a name for you? Please. That, that isn't Manchester City, because I'm looking at my midfield as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. With a lot of speculation, and there are players popping up now that I'm keen on. Uh, James Madison. James Madison. Yeah, that is um, that is a shout. Or even Richarlison. Um, or even Diogo Jota. Or even Diego Jota. Yeah, all now, good shouts. Can I just, we'll just go on to Liverpool quickly? Liverpool yeah, yeah. have got that blank in 26, as, yeah. as we discussed. Yeah. So that's a bit of an issue there. They might have a double before that, though. Yeah. Um, Salah's out. Also blank in 26. Yeah. Oh, that's so true. But mm. Liverpool, Klopp's just announced that he's leaving at the end of the season. Yeah. Now, you, the reflex is that, uh, thoughts is that, oh, that might have a negative effect on Liverpool. But I think. Mm-hmm. They're all going to be playing out of their skins to win Do some as well as possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, uh, I think it's worth having a look at their assets. Uh, and mm. I would be looking at Diego Jota. Well, I am looking at Diego Jota and Trent Alexander Arnold, as well as obviously Salah when he's ready to come back. But we don't know when he's going to be coming back. No, um, no they really. are the speculation was game week 25, mm. but will he be back? 100% fit and then like say they blank in 26 so I'll probably be looking to sell I, I own him still I'll be looking to sell him this week I think who's that sorry you'll be looking to sell Salah Salah yeah 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 same um so here's here's a, a conundrum for you uh if you were going to if you had to sell one of Darwin Nunes Watkins and Solanke uh which would it be do you think uh, uh, tough one, right? Does it make any difference in terms of price point or no? Uh, I can I can make it work um, with with anything. So either, la- either or. Yeah, if it's Solanke, I get rid of. Then I would have to have a different option to De Bruyne. But there are other options yeah. out there. So um, to um, give you give you a rough idea of like the the fixture ticker as it were city have got the best in the next six obviously they've got that double yeah. as well um then villa uh they're fourth on the fixture ticker and uh bournemouth are bournemouth are quite a way down actually because you've got west ham forest fulham but then they've got newcastle man city i would sell watkins yeah my, reason, um... my reasons are twofold mm-hmm one, he's had a dip in form, yes. which has resulted in a lot of speculation and even headlines that he has dipped in form, which he must be aware of. Now, I don't know if he's sensitive to that sort of uh, that sort of um, coverage or speculation, but it's probably only going to offer a negative effect. And secondly, he's not on penalties. No, and I do have Villa's uh, penalty taker in my team. Yeah, yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. And the spread among attacking returns in Villa is, you know, it's quite wide as well, isn't it? So, uh, whereas yeah. Solanke is, is 
you know, the point man for Bournemouth. Bournemouth like you say, Bournemouth's fixtures um, are... Over the sort next of three bit, are good enough. Yeah, good enough. And then they turn pretty good uh, a bit later on. So the other thing is, is he's guaranteed minutes. He's relatively cheap. And like I say, he is their point man. Um, and, you know, as long as his form doesn't dip, he'll give you returns. So uh, that's what I would do. And also, like I say, Solanke's cheaper. Watkins is what you could sell him for around eight-ish, mm-hmm. eight plus. So, it, you know, you've got some money tied up in him and you can use that easily then to get to the Bruyne, right? Yes. Um, I'm trying to see how many... Um... Is it saying how many transfers in? So Harland, it's not showing me how many uh, transfers he's had in, but his game week twenty one net transfers are minus sixty one. So he's he's only selected by fifty one point nine percent of the game. Harland. Now I know that's obviously still a, a ridiculous amount, but clearly there's a, a lot of people who've held him, um, and there's a lot of people who. So he, he's he's not that big a threat to the rank as he would be or will be inevitably soon. But Burnley yeah. at the Etihad for his comeback game, it wouldn't surprise me if he came on at half time and scored a hat trick. It really wouldn't. <laughs> uh, well now you've said it he won't, but Well no of course uh, yeah. <laughs> I I completely understand your reasoning there. <laughs> um okay, so you, Man City that you own at the moment Foden. is just Phil Foden. Mm-hmm. So I've got I've got Alvarez still. Yeah. We're both looking to ship Salah this week. Yep. Sounds that way. So would you take a hit, do you feel, or no? If I want Haaland in this week, I have to take a hit because I've okay. only got the one free transfer and Salah's obviously a midfielder. Is that likely or no? Or will you just do a like for like a, like a, a one transfer in the midfield? I'd say a hit is more likely, to be honest. Okay. Okay. Right. Not so, not ideal, but I feel like if I'm going to get Haaland back, I don't know. Okay. I don't know because logically, I want that's what I want to do, but I also think right, okay, well, um, if we um, uh, if we have a look at the options, Salah is you know probably De Bruyne might be Jota. That that's that's the easy transfer that's got to be made. Watkins is playing Newcastle. Again, Newcastle not looking necessarily great in terms of defence. Or, but he's guaranteed to play. Watkins will play 90 minutes. You know it. And touch wood. <laughs> um, but Haaland, you just don't know. You don't know. He might come on for the last 10 minutes to get a rousing reception. It might do absolutely fuck all. Um, yeah. So it's a really difficult one to call. Ooh. Okay. All right, well, let's we'll, we'll dwell on that for a minute. I'll just tell you what I've got in mind. So I've got uh, Salah, who I want to sell. I, I'm basically been toing and froing over the last couple of days of who I sell him for, right? Because I will not. I don't want to take a hit. I would rather wild card than take a hit if I wanted to make more than one transfer. Wow. Yeah. That's big. That's big. Yeah. 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 Big words. Um. I am resisting the urge to scratch that itch because I think you know it's been a long game week it's been a winter break essentially so I just need to chill out ever so slightly and maybe just do one transfer which is Salah out for someone else but who do I bring in and I'm going to give you a few options 
um, of who I might like to bring in. Please do. I would say there's there's three who I'm looking at, and that is Phil Foden, mm-hmm. James Madison. Don't mind it at all. Diego Jota. Also, though, Kevin De Bruyne. I can afford Kevin De Bruyne happily as well. So, yeah. It seems madness not to get a Man City asset at this stage, although I have worries about all of them because Foden, there's ownership and also less so is my worry, but Pep Roulette. Yeah. Um, KDB. Obviously, we know what he can do, and we saw what he can do with just about 20 minutes play. Yeah. But he has said he's knackered. He looks knackered. He's far from full fitness. Mm. Uh, is he going to get 90 minutes? Unlikely, I would say. But yeah. you know, does that matter? We don't know. With Yeah. With with them, they could very easily start De Bruyne, start Haaland, be 5-0 up at halftime, and then uh, be like, right, cool, well, you've done your job off you come kind of thing yeah but well, i mean look if, if you just don't know. if he does a job then great but it's just i just feel like it's risky and so many people have gone in on de bruyne as well there's the curse to take into consideration there is the and... curse yeah how how what's his um let's just have a quick look at what his ownership actually is now because you are right um so he's owned by 21.3 percent so that's big but we do oh, 12 points in his last game against Newcastle. Um, but he's not going to play. He's not going to play against um, Chelsea on the Saturday, the 17th of Feb and Brentford on Tuesday, the 20th no. of Feb. He's just not. So, you know, no way. his, his dilemma, the, the, the KDB dilemma is uh, exactly that. Kevin Dilemma Bruyne um, is, do you just get him for the fantastic upside of which there is a real upside? Or do you play it safe with someone like Madison, who, barring injury, is going to play 90 and is also instrumental to those that, that team as well? Well, the thing with Madison and Jota is that they're both about 8% own. Yeah. Um which for me is much more attractive, actually. I, I, Both blank I in 26, though. Yeah, so there's there's definitely an issue there, but I yeah. wonder if I'll have wildcarded by them. Interesting. So Interesting. so if I, I, I drew up a wildcard template, which I don't have in front of me, <laughs> what, I will, what I will say... We're nothing if not prepared on this podcast. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, sure. sorry, we're not getting paid. Did you? Did you know? Yeah. Uh, just you, in you, case you were wondering. Just in case you were. Uh... We did, that's why we disappeared for a month. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we, we were busy. Um, but earning money that... so we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the draft that I that I came up with, I changed about six or seven of my squad. Okay. So no massive fires necessarily, but no. this essentially the second half of the season, I I took into account of who I would like and where I, I see the form going. So can I um, speculate wildly uh, at the players that you would have taken out roughly? Yeah, go on. So I suspect there might be some goalkeeper changes. Ariola Dubravka being your current two. Um, Salah, Pau Torres, obviously going. Uh, possibly Watkins. Um, 
possibly Bowen because their fixtures are a little bit iffy. Um, Gordon, maybe. How's how how am I how am I looking? Yeah, you're you're more or less on the money. Um, Alvarez as well because yeah, I I nothing against him, but I would probably have Haaland in because I wouldn't have Salah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, Bowen probably stays. I think he's he's a long term hold for me. I, I nice. he's he's so good, and I mean, he didn't return last game week, but then um, you know, Kudus is back this week, Kudus, so yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm not sure where Paqueta is in terms of his injury, but you know, once Kudus West Ham is a sort of, of player, and they've yeah. got Al Phillips, which I think will be a a good thing for them. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you know, once he's back and playing properly, you know, he's not just sat on the bench every week. So, um, so yeah, so like I say, it's not, my team's not a disaster at the moment and that's what's sort of staying my hand, but I, yeah, I'm not against it. I'm not against just getting it done, you know, so we'll see, but I don't think I will this week. I think I'll, I'll do Salah and then wait another week or two and, and see how I'm feeling, but I am getting itchy. I'll say that much. Yeah, well, I mean, I think perhaps we'll have a little bit of a, a think in advance of next week's pod, um, because I think it is important to talk tactics and strategy in terms of... Uh, so the chips that you've got left, I'm guessing uh, I think we're probably both the same in that we are looking at um, a free hit, a wild card, and a triple captain still to play? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, Oh, and bench boost. And bench boost, yes. Indeed. The oft, oft neglected bench boost, which will yeah. be used at some point. Um, I think I used my bench boost maybe even like the last week last season, or certainly a couple of like a couple of weeks before the end. Yeah. Um it's a bit of a kind of yeah. I think I think really I, yeah, good. what bench boost is one of those things. It can you end up not using it and then it's okay the last weekend and it'll be great and then you get like Two two one zero on your bench or something. So I I, yeah. I might try and keep a keep my ear to the ground for just one of those nice little weeks where because I want fifteen players who are playing ideally. Uh, wait for that week where it's like oh okay everyone's got quite nice fixtures maybe bar one and then just go for it just hit it. I don't know. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. What's the um. I've seen some people at the start of the season, quite a few, uh, well, not quite a few, but a, a few um, who used bench boost in game week one just to kind of get it out of the way, uh, which is, you know, that's good. Why not, I suppose? But well, um, strong. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a strategy, that's for sure. Um, cool. Okay. Well, yeah. So we've, um, yeah, we've obviously got a little bit of thinking still to do. Um, so you are not going to be taking a hit this week um and i can't argue with that i think that's worked really well for you um i may or may not take a hit um i really don't know i'm also hoping there's no like price rises tonight um are there any scheduled let's have a little look at this uh price change predictor um no doesn't look like there's gonna be any um which is good But yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have yeah, to see. We, we haven't really got got anywhere, uh, have we, on this one? <laughs> like, no, but no but decisions I think, made necessarily. 
No, but I think I think we've kind of come up with some options. You know, there's nothing particularly left field. I don't think about what we're what we're doing, sure. but but also yeah. you in particular at the rank that you're at. You know, it's all about kind of preservation and it's all about playing the game safe, trying to kind of take take your time. And I actually think it makes perfect sense. You know, if if you have fires you want to put out, albeit small fires, um, why not wildcard? And, yeah, you know, I suppose, I suppose those points. that's a good point. Maybe that is it. I'm becoming a little bit protective of my mm. rank of 32,033. Oh, that's fucking great. Pretty pleased with that. Fitz. That's really yeah. good, mate. Really good. Uh, I'll tell you what my one red arrow was this week. Uh, it was uh, amongst Liverpool fans. Uh, because many, many Liverpool fans, I'm sure, have Darwin and yeah. Jota in their teams, and I do not. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Uh, but um, I mean, I personally would rather eat uh, a big pile of steaming turd than join that group. But that is just me. <laughs> well, each to their own, my friends. Of course, um, that is part of this rich tapestry of of life. Um, oh, brilliant! Well, very best of luck to you, um, JT. That's a fantastic rank. Um, and yeah, I hope that you continue to to fly. That's really, really good. Uh, shall we Thanks, have mate. a little look based you on that? You too, rank? as well, though, buddy, because uh, your rank's been dropping nicely over the last few weeks. So it's, it's keep getting it up. there. It's getting there. So um, you are fourth in the um, FPL Face Off League. So we'll do a quick top five um, European tour. Cameron Trevena in uh, fifth, just by point behind you. Uh, Jimmy Timms in fourth, then Onana, what a save, who's been up there, there or thereabouts all season. He's uh, 14 points ahead of you. Um, Wickham Wanderers, AJ Renard Lambert, I should say, is in second. And leading the way, Jack B. Now, Jack B, I think I follow him on um, socials. I've got a feeling he's having an absolutely storming season. Well, he obviously is. He's got to be up there. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah, he is right. Um. Bear in mind, he is. He is five thousand eight hundred twenty-fifth in the world. Yeah. Happy um, days. Which is uh, no, sorry, six thousand and eighty-two. So yeah, he's doing. He's doing really, really well. And um, yeah, he's he's a nice guy as well. Uh, he's always happy to chat. So shout out to FPL underscore underscore Jack. Um, but Jim Tims is coming for you and I'm coming for Jim Tims and therefore I'm coming for you both. <laughs> wow. Big words. <laughs> that seems like an ambitious way to uh, end the pod. Thank you for your time, uh, listener. It's been a pleasure. We'll be back next week, of course. And um, thank you, Mr. Tims, for your uh, for your time as well. And, yeah, keep up the good work, mate. Thanks, Fitz. See you guys. Laters. Laters.